Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. It's a fascinating here on 101 ESPN. Jamie Rivers here. Got Andrew Marsh on the dials. Our guy Tanner Hendrickson, kind enough to join us today. Anthony Stalter out until Tuesday. Little family retreat, I believe, for the Stalter family. All right, we head out to the celebrity line now to be joined by our good buddy Jeremy Rutherford today from the Athletic. Jr., how we doing, bud? Well, Riv, uh, before we get to that uh, outstanding, tremendous article that I wrote today, uh, today might not be the best day to ask me how I'm doing because uh, is there a such thing as too much information on the radio? Uh, yeah. Why? What's wrong, Jr.? Who hurt you? Today is uh, today is colonoscopy prep day, so. Oh, uh, oh wow, that's a real pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, so well, we're I'm not talking to, to you from your bathroom, right? <laughs> Are you currently on yeah. the table? If so, I think we're uh, done with our interview. Is that what the yeah, echo let's, is? Let's keep the interview short here. Let's keep it short. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, be an adult, so you uh, you uh, sign up for the test, and they tell you it's in three months, and tomorrow's that day. So roughing it today. Wow. Well, good luck, my man. I hope everything works out okay. Um, Comes out okay. Yeah, I think, you know, how do we segue? Not sure, but we just will. <laughs> What's your transition here? JR, honestly, uh, read an article that you wrote today, and it might be your best work ever. I mean, whoever this Rivers guy is, he's one heck of an announcer, and the Blues are lucky to have him. <laughs> they are. They, they really are. Hey, congratulations. We rib each other back and forth. All the time, Jamie. we got to use today as a congratulations. And thanks for the 45 minutes a couple nights ago to kind of tell your story. And Blues fans, certainly familiar with you, with your career, what you've brought to St. Louis, not only with hockey, but in terms of uh, the community with Synergy Hockey, so on and so forth. Uh, But I think people are genuinely happy for you. And so I tried to tell a little bit of that story. Uh, I texted you last night. I said, hey, I think you're going to want to kiss me. I only write a couple good ones a year, and this is one of them. So hopefully it turned out okay for you. No, oh, it was awesome, man. Honestly, a very, very well-written uh, article. And, you know, honestly, JR, I've had so many text messages today, uh, just in general, but received a lot of them from people who found out the news from your article. People, Alan Walsh texted me t- saying that the, the piece in The Athletic was fantastic. Jim Ralph up in Toronto. Uh, Al Strachan up in Canada. So a lot of people reading your stuff and, and really liked the article. And, buddy, it, it was fantastic. I really appreciate it. So did my family. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And the one thing I was going to tell you, though, is uh, for 14 years, Whenever anything happened with the goaltending, whether it be a, a save by Bennington or breaking things down, 
I was always able to text or call Darren Pang and, you know, get his comments and thoughts on the goaltending. So for moving forward, I think the only thing I could do if something happens with the goalies, I can call you for the story, right? Oh Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm an excellent street hockey goalie. I uh, practiced for a week in the NHL as a goalie with the Boston Bruins and almost got into a game with the Florida Panthers as a backup goaltender. So uh, I'm well-versed, yeah. Have you never heard that story? No, that's going to be my next one. Don't, don't tell all the details. Save that for the athletic. No, in Boston, um, the organization has tons of money, but apparently they were too cheap to call up a goalie from the minors for the week. And so Robbie Fatorik went down the list of stats, and I had the most blocked shots on the team. And he said, uh, hey, you you look like you, uh, you'd be okay playing goalie. I'm like, I play goalie a little bit, you know, in outdoor rinks. And he goes, perfect, you're our goalie for the week in practice. So I had to wear Byron Defoe's gear for a week in practice. And it was fun. I had a good time. And then in Florida, we had uh, Roberto Luongo and Wade Flaherty were our goalies. And I was sitting there, and Wade Flaherty had gotten sick the night before, and he was not an option. So we had Roberto Luongo, and they were trying to get a guy as a backup. They really didn't care. They were like, eh, you know what? We'll see if it happens. Well, then Luongo goes down with, like, a bad groin at the pregame skate. So the one guy they get in to start the game, and Keenan looks at me and says, hey, you're our backup goalie tonight if that other guy doesn't get here. (laughs) And I was jacked. I'm like, I, I started putting on Bobby Lou's gear. I had the Pink Panther mask on. I had a jersey that was made up for me. And uh, I was about five to ten minutes away from being a backup goaltender in the NHL. That guy got there. I offered him five grand to walk away. <laughs> I said, here's five grand. It's more than you're going to make tonight. Just go get lost for ten minutes. Uh, the original emergency goalie. That would have been great. Yeah, I would have had fun with it. Um, anyways, JR, we got a couple of Blues questions. Again, before we get to that, thanks again, man, for the awesome yeah, article. Awesome. It was uh, very well done and uh, very humbling to read some of that stuff. So I appreciate it very much. No, thanks for the time. All right. So we had a little debate here earlier in the fast lane with our guy T Bone, who apparently doesn't like the Blues. But, anyways, while wearing a blue shirt. Well, yeah, which is really kind of concerning. But we asked, is it better for the Blues to be sellers? next year or make the or make the playoffs what do you think well well after listening to t-bone shoot his shot in the gauntlet here i don't put a lot of stock in that <laughs> there, so. hey, that's uh, fair jr yeah i think i was asked this question in a mailbag a couple of weeks ago and, and what i said is that it's, it's better to make the playoffs and here's my reasoning here because you can get knocked out in the first round the second round and you think well shoot you know it would have been better to get a 10th overall pick again and grab another divorce in the draft i get it but here's the thing. If you can make the playoffs, that means a lot of guys are probably playing pretty well. And that's good not only for, yeah, you can sell at the deadline if you're not in a playoff spot. Uh, but I think, generally speaking, if you're looking at your roster and like a lot of guys played well enough for you to make the playoffs, that's a good thing. It also means a good thing for the development of these guys, Riv. I mean, I heard Chris Kerber talking on the air today about, let's see another step from Jake Neighbors. You know, if, if you don't make the playoffs, you're talking about two or three of those types of guys who probably didn't play well. It's also looking at the goaltending. Jordan Bennington, he's got a few more years left on that deal. You don't make the playoffs, that means he didn't play well. So, you know, I think that, uh, sure, you want to be sellers and you want to add some more assets, but to me, I look at this cupboard. There's a lot of good young players. It's just a matter of getting them in there and playing them over the next few years. To me, make the playoffs. Also, ownership could use that money come playoff time. Well, Jr., you just you just mentioned Jake Neighbors and and him potentially taking that next step. What what do you think that looks like for him this year? If you were to say Jake Neighbors takes the next step, well, 
Interestingly, you look at the, the lines and how they shake out, and I know Craig Bruby and the coaching staff probably got some good ideas, and we'll see what they are in camp. Uh, but I have a tough time saying who for sure is going to be that second-line left winger. And could it be Jake Neighbors? You know, it could be. If he takes that next step, he could be. That would be a great step for him because a lot of people, I think, at this point in his career, still early, are seeing him as a third-line guy. But if, if he can impress enough to show that he can be a second-line guy, that would be a great step. And also it would solve some problems. You could play a Sammy Blay down in your bottom six. That would be a heavy fourth line if he did play on your fourth line. So for me, for Jake Neighbors, if he can get you 15, 20 goals and play second, third uh, line and be in the lineup you know, every night, I think that's a great step. JR, when you look at this Blues roster, look, this last season was not ideal. It was inconsistent. It was not what the Blues intended it to be. In your opinion, which player needs to step up or have a bounce-back year for the Blues? Yeah, let's look at it here. I think and is it just uh, one, or are there several? Yeah, for sure, there's there's several. So, you know, if we're going to go over this list, it's, it's probably a few of them. Um, you know, there there was some criticism of Jordan Cairo, but obviously he had some great numbers. You hope for some more consistency uh, from him. But the guys I'll look at are some of the veterans. I, I think you got to look at uh, Brandon Saad. He's got to be more consistent. He's got to con- contribute more, especially as one of those uh, leaders on this team. You know, I think uh, Braden Shen at times, even though I felt like he had a pretty – uh, decent uh, stretches of, of time last year. I think he can be better and has to be, especially with Ryan O'Reilly gone. And then you look back at that uh, defensive core, and I think that's where a lot of the finger pointing has been, and probably rightly so. But, you know, Tory Krug, after invoking his no trade clause, he's going to be back. He's got to be better. Colton Pareko, uh, Nick Letty, those are the three that come to mind. Falk was good at times, but not the whole year. Uh, so I think I'm looking at the veterans. Yeah, some of these younger players you'd like to see more. Uh, including a Kairu Thomas. Uh, but to me, these veterans have to lead them through this rebuild. Great stuff, JR, buddy. We really appreciate you coming on here every week and, and chatting with us about various topics, but specifically the Blues. And once again, uh, before I let you go, uh, thank you for a great article in The Athletic. And for those who haven't read it, um, what's your Twitter handle again? JP Rutherford? Yeah. Yeah, at JP Rutherford, and uh, we'll be seeing you down at the rink uh, some more, Riv. And uh, actually, I gotta go. I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> Good luck with that, by the way, Jr. All right. See you later. See you later, brother.